Hello and welcome. My name is Anki and you're listening to ImproShine Podcast. I host improvisers who influenced and inspired my improv journey. This is my way of saying thank you. I hope you're going to enjoy conversations as much as I did. So let's start. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Improv Shine podcast about improv, but mainly about improvisers. Here with me is one very special person. I met her, I think like a year ago. And I always see her in the situation when I'm sick. It sounds weird, right? <laughs> it's because she was and is hosting wonderful thing that is happening in my working hours. So whenever I'm on a vacation or I call sick, I join her and every time it's amazing. Um, she's cool, no bullshit zone with her. I love her so much. We're actually sharing now the same country, although we have never seen each other. I mean, at least not in person, but hopefully they will also change. Come, Summer Banks, come, come, come. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Not on stage. Yay. <laughs> Welcome, darling. Welcome. Thank you for having me. If we were we were discussing something now, and it was so nice, and it was so insightful that we just had to start recording, but I forgot what it was. So would you <laughs> like to start? <laughs> uh, so we were discussing um, what it is to play uh, evil characters or characters that are not nice. Yes, yes. And you wanted to say something very profound and then you made me yeah. record. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I just think, I think it's a conversation that, <laughs> uh, that is happening. It's happening in certain quarters. Um, and I think, I think more among the Europeans than, than in the US, but I don't know for sure. Um, uh, how, do we, you know, how do we play the entire spectrum of humanity? Um, and I think uh, the kind of, hmm, there's two sets of difficulties that come up. And I think one's the general improvisers are much closer to the characters that they play than scripted actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because our partners and our audiences project, I think a little bit more onto us as people than they would onto a, a, an actor in a scripted piece. Uh, and I think the other problem is that in online improv, we're not in a room together. We're not, and um, also aware of who our audience is at any given point. And so it's really hard to judge context uh, and to, to state context um, in that kind of situation. And so it's, while I think it's a really important thing to, to really dig deep within ourselves and with our, our experiences as improvisers, I totally understand why people don't do it in this format. It makes total sense to me. Mm, yeah, well, I always like pushing uh, boundaries <laughs> or pressing uh, someone's buttons. Um, so maybe I do it more often. Um, but did you did, do you know maybe from experience or from the experiences of others how that affect people? And that's why you are not always willing, you know, in this online um, 
context to, you know, experiment with something that may be triggering or insulting or whatever? Uh, yeah, well, because of the space that I run, which you so wonderfully run. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, work out. yeah uh, because I don't, I can't hold that space for everyone because it's happening in all these mini breakout rooms. Uh, so by definition, it isn't any kind of safe space. Um, and so for me, that's exciting. Like for me, we need those spaces because that's where you get to determine the nature of the space as the improviser. Uh, and I think that's exciting and it's important. Um, at the same time, because I've been in that space now for a year, I've definitely run into scenes where I was like, okay, I was not ready for that. Um, like just not today. Like I slept bad. I, uh, please don't make me the villain. Uh, like I really am not. <laughs> Not in the space, um, and it was it was it was good for me though to have to go through that because I I truly feel that if I'm in that kind of space, I'm responsible for my reactions. I'm responsible for what I um, what I do, and mm -hmm. so if I look back on myself later and I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, no, I'm not happy with how I reacted there," then that's a moment for me to learn. Uh, and I'm not going to learn unless I make these mistakes. Yeah, uh, I'm learning every day, <laughs> which means I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah, which is great, you know? Like, I, I seriously, the celebration of failure in improv is the reason that I have stuck with it for so long. Yeah. Um, is be, like, because that's so powerful for me. Uh, because if we're told that, you know, we should get lifelong learning, like, we should always be growing. Uh, but at the same time, we're told that, oh, God, heaven forbid you fail, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you fail, then we will never let you forget. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, uh, the, um, this whole formation, uh, promotion of failing is okay, um, because that's how you learn. There are also now exercises, you know, where you where you have, you know, uh, exercise of you're not allowed to catch the ball, which is thrown at you. Or when you make a mistake, then everyone else is uh, clapping, you know, and celebrates with you. Yes, you made mistake. Yay. You know, uh, because our brain is uh, wired differently when it comes to mistakes um, in real life, quote unquote. Yeah. And I mean, it's because it's been you know, within totally reasonable reasons. In school, we're told, yeah, you should probably do well on your test. <laughs> like, you should, yeah, I should probably uh, learn to read, right? You know. Yeah. I mean, essays so, like, written like this, usually. Usually, if you want other people to understand you. you know, <laughs> so, so constantly, like we're working with both things, right? Within, even within improv. And for me, what I find interesting, and I'm wondering if it's gonna switch, is that you see all of the celebration of failure at the beginner level, maybe at the intermediate level. But once you start like getting to teaching yourself, to uh, running groups, suddenly failure is not an option. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Your filter is way much stronger and doesn't allow you to be, free to fall and to get up again and be okay with that. It's like you're having more and more expectations towards yourself. Yeah, and I, get, I mean, I wonder if it's really because the practical 
starts to filter over where you're like, okay, it's now my business. And I really don't want my business to fail quite reasonably. Right. Like, <laughs> um, even though it's, you know, statistically businesses do fail, um, <laughs> yes. you, you obviously don't want that. Uh, so that's, I think where it starts to, um, or if you know, you've, you've asked people to pay money to see you, you feel like you're like, okay, again. Yeah. I have to deliver something which one would pay <laughs> yeah and have we really successfully convinced our audiences that they're paying to see failure <laughs> your smile says everything <laughs> i mean i i so um look at my wonderful product placement uh, drunk? <laughs> yeah classic drunk uh, yeah drunk classics uh is a show <laughs> where we do advertise that we will fail we will fail at doing this classic play. Um, and it's a promise? It, it's, it's, it's a pretty uh, real promise. <laughs> I um, promise I'll fail. That's all I'm gonna promise. Yeah, but it's weird for me because even within that, I'm like, oh no, I totally am like, I'm gonna have a successful show. For <laughs> <laughs> what's successful. Um, yeah, I think this it's a really it's it's a fun pit to stew in this question of like, oh, can I really let myself go to fail at this? Yeah, and be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. So tell me uh, now when we are speaking um, about failure uh, or um, like enjoyment of watching something in particular, like something which you would pay for, quote unquote, like what, what is for you something that you are enjoy watching mm. like, as an audience, like in, in terms of improv? Uh, I really enjoy watching people surprise themselves. That's, um, yeah, like that's, I could watch that for forever. Um, and I also really enjoy silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I think, I think those are my two big things. I also like, I have a really silly modern dance fascination with, with people trying to not move naturally. Like, so do some kind of artificial movement to become a machine or to, to be a flock of birds. Um, this because I'm like, oh, it's a human trying to not be a human. It's great. I love it. <laughs> At the moment. Yeah, it's always like this. The day that it's recorded, it's your favorite. We don't know what's going to be tomorrow. That's perfectly in awe. Um, and do you think uh, what, that you... Mm, sorry? May, may I reverse ask the question to you? Yeah, um, already, I forgot. What, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to remember my own question because this is not prepared. Everything that you hear now is improvised. Exactly. I just wrote on a piece of paper somewhere that <laughs> as if I don't know your name, you know, and nothing else is there. Um, so for me, I, I enjoy people who are completely okay, that absolutely nothing is going on. So they just like sit and talk, but somehow is so entertaining. And I like that. Like I'm, I go very much with emotions, with a facial expression, you know, with being loud or silent, but something, uh, but, about <laughs> but this is like German and, and English at one. Um, but somehow, you know, I, I rarely have the skill from the beginning till the end 
to keep this uh, quote unquote, you know, like boring conversation, which is actually interesting one because it usually uh, brings out details and then it's like so watchable for me. So that's one, but this is now the fact that I'm jealous of that and I cannot do it properly. So that's one. What I also love and I like to do it and I like to watch it, um, you know, people um, playing non-humans, like objects, you know, from their life uh, or wherever, like fruit, whatever. So this is very entertaining because everything has perspective. So for me, uh, you know, every single thing. Um, so that's kind of uh, interesting. And one more thing that I'm totally jealous of um, is that people <laughs> who are very well at uh, creating environments with your body, awesome. not like being environment, but like moving around where you, when I can actually see, oh my God, this person just touching table, you know, opening fridge, uh, going around and not, you know, stepping on a table or something, you know, with, with their bodies, they, they are they're dancing with their um, environments. And that, that is something that I love. Do you have any more questions for me? <laughs> oh, I do know that I work as a journalist occasionally. It's very difficult for me to be asked questions without asking them. I'm, I'm impressed that I only have the one. <laughs> we'll see, we are not done yet. Um, yeah, I just had a, a doorbell and I'm thinking, hmm, is this food or uh, delivery? <laughs> so I'm not completely present in this moment <laughs> with you. It's fine. I am, dude, respect the delivery people. This is one thing. If there's anything I have learned, and I mean, it takes me a while to learn lessons, but the one that's definitely been pounded into me in this time is respect delivery people. I agree. And actually, my delivery a person um, made something very smart for this pandemic time. So uh, he would clean, uh, uh, clean, see, again, again, <laughs> again, <laughs> again, ring the, door. ring the bell. Thank you. Uh, you. And then I would like, okay, so it's fight to stock. And then he would send my delivery with uh, elevator. So we don't see each other. There is no contact. And it's basically in front of my door and he can get to do, you know, his work, um, Vita. So I think that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> you have an <laughs> Yeah, no, but this is, yeah, like, aren't humans clever? <laughs> yeah, I, I like them, you know, the people who take what they have and do the best from it, you know? That, that's also skillful. Um, I wanted to ask you, we, we were together the other day uh, in a session, actually you were leading it and it mm -hmm. was about villains. Yes. So I, I even forgot about that uh, when I know that I'm going to record this, I forgot about it, but now it kind of came spontaneously because we were talking about these uh, quirky, cheeky or aggressive characters, you know, and how to portray them. And then we actually had a session with you where you were talking about different um, villains and especially from the perspective of not having so many female villains. Do you have mm -hmm. any thoughts on that? Oh my, uh, it's, it's work that I'm still trying to dive into. Uh, it's just connected to larger questions I have about uh, moral expectations of, of women in society in general, whether or not there's really a difference. So like, cause we all, we all hear about uh, women taking on more emotional work, more mental work, 
Um, and I have some questions about whether or not we also take on more um, ethical work, more moral work, or we're judged differently with regards to morality. Um, so, so yeah, that's my larger philosophical basis for also just being interested with how do we create interesting villains on an improv stage? Um, what kind of what kind of things is an audience going to project onto my body because of the way it is, um, and on onto my my general expression? Um, yeah, and how can I work with that if I want to create a character that is an antagonist or that is a villain, right? And the the difference being um, plot function versus what comment am I making about the morals of this society? Um, that this that this kind of person with these values and this presentation is considered a villain within this world. Um, and then this is also more work to separate the world on stage, the world that we're improvising, from our own morals, right? I think this is the other the other thing where villain work gets difficult is because, I can play something like a villain who I actually think has perfectly great morals, but because the morals of the world that she is in, saying I'm playing a woman, um, are so screwed up that her morals are actually what villain morals in that, in that world. Uh, but that requires a lot of world building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not exactly the easiest thing to do online. Uh, yeah. So. That's why I'm kind of, I'm still in this phase where the work that I'm doing is preparatory for stuff in real life. So many layers. I have to host you again uh, when you um, <laughs> make a even deeper research and then we can go through all these layers, um, you know, individual morals and then cultural and then what is represented in the entertainment industry in terms of gender uh, or, um, or cultural uh, references. So, this this is so interesting so so interesting and now I'm so in my head. sorry yeah oh yes now we've gotten very intellectual about it yeah all. now it's time to stop because <laughs> you're ruining my uh my improv shine podcast which is all about what did you eat how how are you <laughs> Let's get back to that gut. like right. you're too hello. intellectual for me <laughs> hello. hello microbiome in my gut i don't know my intestines speak like that they're very slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you, seriously, do you have voices for different parts of your body? I definitely do. And I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I don't think so, but I'm so bad in general with voices. This is the only voice I have. <laughs> I may have an old person and, and I, I have a, a child. So with a little bit of stretching <laughs> and that's it. Those are voices. Those yeah, they count. <laughs> well, we have to make now a scene with voices. <laughs> What's stop? oh, oh, stopping? Maybe you fail if we did voices. Maybe, maybe I will use those two that I just represented. <laughs> For every rat today, you know. Yeah, this um, I'm too lazy to edit the podcast, so it just go in one. Um, uh, how do you say like a one shot? So <laughs> whatever you shout, hmm? one take, Anki. Yes, exactly, and that's it. Um, so, darling, are you ready for? Um, sometimes I can do British, but like a bad one. Are you ready for? Uh, <laughs> for a five to ten minute scene. Always. Always. Okay, so let's do it.
I have to drink first. Okay. Um, I will go off camera. Mm -hmm. As you wish. Okay. What a heart you've got there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can, can I hold it, please? You're gonna take it away from me, aren't you? I never had a heart before. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> What are it you looking good. at? I think it looks really good on you. Of course it does. Everything looks good on me. Uh, I mean, like from all sides. Uh, uh, wow. Why don't you just grow up? Um, uh, yeah, I will. I will. I will do that. Absolutely, ma'am. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I just wow. I didn't realize this heart would have such an effect on you. That's really fun. <laughs> I don't I don't have to put up with you. You fired. Okay. Um uh I'll uh I'll pack my bags and go find someone else who needs an organ hunter. I don't care. You do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Don't take this pace from me. Uh, okay, well, well um if, if this is my last moment to talk to you, then I, 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 I would like, I'd like to thank you for um, taking, taking in an organ hunter in a time like this, because it's been a very difficult time for organ hunters. 
out there. You know, most people don't take kindly to having organs taken and then, uh, well, you know, it's just, so it's been very, very good uh, to, to have, a, have a job with you. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about the, the it's, it's going to be a little bit weird for a while. That's normal. It's totally normal. <laughs> Take it back. Take it okay. back. Okay. Oh, I would rather live without heart than, than saying all this to you. Oh, um, uh, uh, ma'am, um, honestly, I thought that you were setting reasonable boundaries. Um, but sure, maybe you were a bit shorter with me than usual, so I was a little shocked because I was like, "Oh wow, this is a, this is a different side of her that I haven't seen before." But but honestly, honestly, um, I thought it was a, a totally reasonable way to be. Do, do you have another one? Um, Something warmer, uh, nicer? Uh, look, I it, I totally understand. Uh, that 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 you aren't comfortable with the strength of this heart. Like I I understand that it's a little harsh. It's hard to get used to. Uh, but but I I really thought it looked good on you. I have to say it was it was inspiring. It's uh, you know empowering. Oh, thank to see you. you. Your your heart is made of gold. When you see kindness and niceness in 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 my horrible behavior i mean i want heart like like yours do you have something like that maybe you know it is technically against the organ hunter's code but i could take out my own heart oh that's extremely kind of you Oh, I well, I never done it before, but I guess I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh. your heart that's like the, the most nicest thing in the world someone has ever done for me you're ugly okay i know i know i'm not at my best these days uh but i have a good heart <laughs> yeah good heart's not gonna get you anywhere sorry well it got me a friend like you friends friends you think we're friends. Technically, you had me under an employment contract, which is now null and void because I have executed my services for you. But you're my best worker. Why would you do that? Oh, because it's not about you. It's about me. Okay. Uh, really, it's been lovely. Um, I, I can get for... you a bigger salary. Is that what you want? Um, no. I'll give you my office. Would that be comfortable enough for you? It's getting closer, but I really just don't want to be around you ever. Okay, that's very specific, I guess. 
Yeah, maybe maybe I can make another shift so you can come after I'm gone. Oh, well, that's kind of you, but I would still have to smell your presence. Yeah, you're right. Especially Bond. after my working time, I get stinky yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Well, it was... I can write your recommendation. Well, that's at least what I can do. How wonderful you are. Okay, I'll take it and then not show it to anyone. Ah, so I'm just gonna write it for, for your eyes only, huh? That's wonderful. My heart hurts a little bit. Mm, it mm, is very... I don't know. Yeah. It's so sensitive. Mm. It's very harsh. <laughs> mm. Maybe you want it back? It's not always a nice thing. Mm. Oh, God. God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Here, take your heart back. I don't want this one. I'll, I'd rather be without a heart. I guess I have two hearts. <laughs> <laughs> now I am both low status and high status. <laughs> so you're still working here? Playful, I love it. <laughs> You're I think this is um, I think this is the first episode where where the people who are just listening and not watching are missing something a little bit. <laughs> love your expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because I'm like I am aware, you know, like I've heard I've heard you say podcast, I've seen it as a podcast. But my brain was definitely like, oh no, this has to be like, there has to be like <laughs> movement in the. But it's uh, perfect. Thank you so much, Summer. This was great. How, how did you feel? Um, I uh, I feel, uh, you know, I, there's some, some part of my brain that was like, ah uh, yes, um, we are addressing things that we talked about. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but it was it was it was pleasant to have that that observation part of my brain not take over too much. Mm -hmm. um, 
And it was really, it just was very joyful <laughs> to find out, like, what is it like to take a heart out? Yeah. What does a heart determine? Um, like, how much does it affect who I am and how I am? Yeah. Um, and that's fun because you're like, yeah. And what makes a good heart, you know, in terms of what we talk about morals uh, and values, you know, um, and, and this, uh, the one with, let's call it like cold heart was very direct and a little bit also, how do you say, uh, <laughs> mean, um, so yeah, it's cold. also, yeah, it's also how we interpret it, like you personally and me personally, you know, what we found what we find uh, valuable, kind, you know? So if someone else would portray uh, hearts and the point of view of a hearts, if some other improviser were here, you know, they might do something else. It's like, what is what is cold? What is warm heart? So, so nice. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I really like, it's so fun to be in that space because it's also now I look back at it and I'm like, ah, like we could have, um, you know, done some serious zooming in on the heart. Um, and then like, cause imagine what's the conversation between the right ventricle and the left ventricle in the hearts. <laughs> like, like, when did it become cold? Was it because the right ventricle betrayed the left ventricle? Um, <laughs> Love it. We should yeah, make them a, more episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just the more when it, yeah, the more I'm in that space of, of, uh, yeah. What, it's like what, the war you're creating the world you know and their values and everything you're stretching that and what you say like how they became what they become and all these things love it that's why i love improv that's why i love you and that's why we're gonna end on a high note summer thank you so much Yay. for being here <laughs> thank you for me it's really fun uh, people who want to know more about uh, Summer can find links under uh, in the description. Uh, as you all know, I don't talk about the people who are here. We just talk about random stuff. Uh, but if you want to know her work, definitely check it out and or come to her jams. Uh, until next time. Bye. <laughs>